Hello and welcome to Switchbacks, a travel podcast where we reflect on our year visiting all 59 U.S. national parks. Whether you're planning to visit your very first park or you bleed gray and green, we're here to share our insights on exploring, understanding, and loving America's best idea. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're chatting about two of our national park experiences that were strongly affected by Mother Nature. Happy listening. Okay, dial it down. Yeah, I really shouldn't be doing this podcast right now. You seem very animated, though. Really? Like, too excited. When I was doing the dancing to the music? Yeah. In my head? Because we can't hear the music that's playing on the episode right now? Yeah. Why are you looking at me so weird? <laughs> just, just talk. Because I got to get my fill of you before I leave you? for eight days. Okay, I don't like it. Eight whole days without you. I'm just going to stare at you it's, all episode. It's a lot more than eight. It's like 12 almost. It's yeah. It's. No. Well. Yeah. Like 10, 12. 10. Anyway. For some amount of time, oh gosh, I'll be gone. You're, re- you're talking really loudly. For some amount of time, I'll be gone in Uganda. How about that? Yeah. So with my MBA program, I get to go on a consulting trip out uh, visiting a client that we're working with in Uganda. So I'm super excited about it. And we get to leave in seven hours from right now. Right. So let's record a podcast. And pack still and do a bunch of travel insurance stuff and everything else we have to... This is the way you live your life, Cole. Yeah. You got to be okay with it. Yeah, I'm well aware. There's this is a not, whole... This is not my trip, guys. This is Cole's trip, and this is how he trips. <laughs> There's a whole 17-hour flight to Abu Dhabi in the Middle East that we'll uh, hopefully be able to catch a few hours of sleep on. But super excited about that. Hopefully, we'll have some updates for you guys because I don't know about you, but I don't really know too many people who have been to Uganda. So excited to check it out, excited to share it. We're the coolest thing that we're hoping to do is raft the Nile, whitewater raft on the Nile. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And then Cole gets back, and about six hours later, we leave for um, the beautiful our beautiful next destination of Belize, and we're very excited. That's going to be fun. That's going to be, it should be pretty active, but also we should have some time to relax, which is a good combination for a vacation. Overrated. No, it's not. (laughs) You just don't understand it. Okay, so we're going to kick things off and we're going to go ahead and get started because we have um, two giant important parks to talk about today. But first, let's play some Parks in the News. Do 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 do. We need a, we need like a little theme song for this. Yeah, like intro a music. Ga- game show. Okay. So, this parks in the news, uh, trivia contest is what I try to do every week and try to trick Cole into um, getting questions wrong about the national parks and making him look a little less smart than he is. 
That's what this segment is all about, Impossible. really. Impossible. But today is a little bit, it's a little different because I found a really interesting connection between the two parks we're talking about today. So Great Smoky Mountains and Grand Teton. So it's just a one-question quiz, and it's what these two parks have in common. And here's the question. Both Great Smoky Mountains and Grand Teton are hosting viewing shows, prominent viewing shows, for which event in August of this year? Oh, I think I know this. Say it then. I think it's the solar eclipse. It is. Yeah. Okay. Wow. This is the crazy thing. So if you look at the map of the solar eclipse and then where all the public land is, um, you can see the national park land. Great Smoky Mountains and Grand Teton are exactly like in the 100% middle of the belt and no other parks are. And it was just really um, a coincidence that we were talking about both these parks today. So once I found that, I, I, you know, if you Google solar eclipse national parks, these two park events come up. They're, then they're the only ones that come up. So I thought that was really cool. So that's worth mentioning. Good job. That, that you got is it right. Good, good find to you. Yeah. We're really excited about that because it goes right through St. Louis. Yeah. Best, like most prominent yeah, just south of St. Louis, I think, is smack dab in the middle. So I've never seen a solar eclipse before, but come August, I'm going to be checking it out. We both will. Maybe we should go to uh, Grand Teton for it. Jackson, Wyoming is having a big event. Really? I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be really cool to be part of a crowd. Um, yeah, let's do it. We'll see. <laughs> Let's talk about them first. How okay, about that? sure. So we're talking about Great Smoky Mountains and Grand Teton National Parks, and both of these parks are very popular. Both of them are um, widely visited. Yeah, they're crown jewels. I mean, yeah. when you think of national parks, they're some of the top, uh, you know, they're probably on the top 10, I would say for sure, most recognized. And Especially in the in, as far as pictures go, I feel like Grand Teton is so photo it's just so photogenic and every time i think of like the picture of the national parks it's the it's the tetons you know and then you have great smoky mountains which is the most by far most visited national park it pulls in like 10 or 11 million visitors a year whereas the next highest is like five or six it's like double almost yeah that's true it is double so it's huge. It's a big, important park to talk about. So, And what linked these two parks in our experience was the weather. So weather, we honestly got pretty lucky with weather throughout our trip. Um, no huge uh, problems. We didn't run into any hurricanes or tornadoes. Didn't fall into an earthquake crevasse. No blizzards. Yeah. But um, it's always What's a huge an earthquake crevasse. I don't know. One of those when the earth splits and everybody falls into the middle. I'm know? really glad we didn't fall into one of those. Yeah. I mean, because they're just everywhere. Right. We were in California <laughs> for like three months. I'm surprised we made it out alive. <laughs> anyway. Okay. You always have to consider weather when you're enjoying the great outdoors, of course, but also not just when you're there, but also when you're planning. So it's 
you know, just we had to be super flexible, super adaptable. Uh, we had to make sure we were prepared at all times with our rain jackets. Rain jackets always. Yeah. yeah. Rain jackets were clutch. Um, and also just, I know it sounds probably cliche, but just like having uh, an open mind, I guess, be ready to to be ready for it to rain, be ready to change your plans, be adaptable, um, have a backup plan, and also just be able to kind of go with it, go with the flow, go with the whatever happens with the weather because you can't, you obviously cannot ever control it. Yeah, make sure you have a book or a card game or we liked Settlers of Catan dice. We played the dice game a lot actually in the tent. Uh, all good things, you know, you gotta, you can't just stare at the ceiling while the rain's pouring down and the bugs are all accumulating underneath your fly, uh, yeah. except we did that plenty. Rarely, but... rarely though, did we actually have like downtime in a tent when it was raining. That's true. The only time I can think of that was when we were in Channel Islands and there was literally nowhere else to go because there's one building and it wasn't open all day <laughs> and it was pretty small. And so we were, it was pouring pouring rain and that's the only time we really had to retreat into our tent there was usually somewhere else where we could hang out i was thinking about katmai when we were um it was only like for two hours where we had just gotten there and took a nap they they also didn't have in the middle of the rain yeah (laughs) yeah but anyway so the, the the weather the what ties the two parks we're talking about today together with weather is the fact that they had very down weather (laughs) kind of downer yeah we struck out with the weather on these parks for sure and it's disappointing because they are such you know you you hype hype them up so much and you want to do all these these uh, the most popular things in each of these parks and then it's you go to an overlook and it's just all white and you can't see anything and it's just a little disappointing yeah so so let's just focus here and talk about great smoky mountains first because i would say that's the one where the weather was the worst for sure yeah out of all of of our whole trips yeah we were in the great smoky mountains for about five days and it rained hard pretty hard for four days um every day had lots of clouds there was one sliver of sunshine one afternoon where we went to ramsey cascades and that was such super nice that was our favorite hike for sure of the park um, but that was also our only little bit of sunshine. Yeah, and we were we had all these grand plans to do a nice big three day backpacking trip. We were gonna get on a section of the AT that went right along the ridge of the Appalachians. Well, we did. Yeah, and and we did. We got on there. We ha- we deliberated with the ranger like what would be best, you know, this section or that section, and how can we link these two shelters when we're on on the at and we had a perfect plan yeah it was like 30 miles too wasn't it we were gonna do 10 miles it was like a triangle basically 10 miles and then on the at and then off the at for 10 miles or so or five five miles and then another shelter and then five miles back to the at and then five miles back or whatever it was it was about 25 miles probably total we hiked the first 10 to the, the shelter the first night and it was supposed to be this gorgeous section, like the most gorgeous section of the AT. Um, well, that the, the, part, the part that goes through the park. And that it was a ridge section. So we were supposed to have 360 degree views. 
<laughs> um, and we did. We had 360 degree views of clouds. Yep. And fog. And like you couldn't see two inches in front of your face. Yeah. Barely could see the trail in front of us. Luckily, it wasn't super pouring. It was raining pretty hard. Yeah, I guess I blocked that out. We were wet. <laughs> and then we piled into this um, shelter that we, you know, made it to our shelter destination. And there just kept coming in all these other hikers. First of all, we were fairly late because we got there, you know, l- right as the sun was setting. Mm-hmm. And then even after us in the dark, a couple through hikers came in to join the big crowd. And there were probably... There were like tw- 22 of us. You think that many? I, think I was going to so. say like 14. Maybe. They were all, they Way smelled too like many. at least 22 people. Yeah. I was the only girl. Yep. All these people also had been hiking since Maine. So they had been hiking for like all but 200 miles of the trail. Yeah. So like four months straight. Yeah. And so it was good. It was, it was really fun to like hear them tell their stories and hear you know hear them just be friends with each other and strum strum the guitar and use their trail names and all that fun stuff that you come up with along the trail but then we also got to smell them like a wet dog blanket they were not the most polite uh sleepers as far as the noises that they made either they just let everything go (laughs) <laughs> I don't and remember that were, part, but I'll trust you. And I'm spoiled, too, because Cole doesn't snore. But I did not sleep much that night, I will tell you that. And I sleep really well, but it, I was I was worried about bears. And I was worried because you have to, like, think about whatever, how everyone else stored their food, not just you. <laughs> and you have to, I don't know. So I, I just didn't sleep that much with the snoring and the bears. And anyway... The shelters were super nice, though. This was de- that was definitely one of my favorite parts of the whole of our our time here, just because they're it's such a cool thing that they have every what eight miles or so. Yeah. I think of the AT, the entire AT, they have these three sided wooden shelters where all you need is a sleeping bag and a sleeping pad. Lightens your load. You Big don't, time. You don't have to get your tent wet if it's raining. Um, yeah, super Yeah, I would highly recommend if you get a chance to, um, stay in a shelter anywhere along the AT, do a stretch, do a little section of the hike at some point in your life. And there are a few that are even off the AT too. So go to the ranger station, see what they have to, uh, tell you and plan your own route because that's what we did. Um, but we didn't get too far. We actually only did the cut our three days down to two and because it was just going to be rainy the whole time so we went back and tried to salvage our last three days which included Cades Cove um, all the historic sites there which were pretty interesting and of course did the a bunch of waterfalls the most um, famous being at Abrams Abrams Falls Abrams Falls and I think to be honest yeah it was Maybe just because it had been so hyped up, we felt it was one of the more overrated things in the parks that we ran into. Yeah, definitely. I would say. And we were, thankfully, we were pretty early in the day. So there were only, there were a few other groups before us down at the falls, but it wasn't too crowded. But I know, especially in the summer, it's packed and there's just so many people going down. It's a good, like, what five miles total yeah and it's a pretty it's you know it's moderately strenuous for most people so it 
it's like a good day hike for people. And to us, it it just seemed like it was good. It just it just didn't seem like it lived up to all the hype. Yeah, and we definitely checked out town. You know, that's if you have kids, I, they'll find something to have fun with in Gatlinburg. It's you know we're used to Branson here in Missouri, the uh, gem of southwestern Missouri, <laughs> with all its, uh, its glitz exactly and like glam. Branson. It's basically New York down there. Um, big shows, big city, big life. <laughs> exactly like New big York. appetites. Exactly. Yeah. So th- these are some of the things we did to just, you know, fill in our time. We, the, the, what, what we were just talking about. And, um, and I, I felt like we, we made the most of it and it didn't seem like we were too bored ever, but we definitely feel like we, uh, need to go back <laughs> and hit some of the overlooks and some of the, um, other hiking that we missed out on. Okay. So we said our favorite pl- part there was Ramsey Cascades. What was your uh, part that you'd go back to do you have one uh clingman's dome yeah that's the highest point in the park right that's the part where we the the overlook where it was the last morning of our trip and we were like should we go up there or should we just leave (laughs) because it's still rainy it was so foggy and we're like it's not worth it and remember at this point we realized when we were basically you know, in the exact middle of the park, we are on empty. Oh, we were out of gas. This was like the closest call we had to running out of gas, too. And we had to like struggle up the last few miles of the, um, you know, to the pass over the to the other side of the Appalachians, and then basically try to coast all the coasted. way down into For like the 20 town miles. on the far North Carolina side. So we made it barely. And then we stayed. In a hotel that night, I remember that because we had just spent five days in the rain and we felt like we deserved it. Oh yeah, we stayed in a, it was the, a stinking three-star hotel. It was a th- you guys. We stayed in one-star hotels all year, and this was like the Taj Mahal of hotel rooms. It was so nice, and it clarion. had a hot. It was a Clarion. Hot breakfast in the morning, bacon and eggs and sausage, and and had a pool. You know, we made the most of that. Yeah, we did. It was it was great. The breakfast, not the pool. <laughs> um, yeah, what I would go back to is the jump off point. So that is oh, a long. That's, right. that's along the ridge that we were supposed to enjoy on our backpacking trip, but it's a little offshoot, and it's something that not really many people know about at all. But it actually gives you better views than the Charlie's Knob or Charlie's, Charlie's Bunyan. Bunyan. <laughs> uh, Better views than Charlie's Bunyan. Uh, so check that out if you're ever heading towards there. Oh, and the other thing I want to do is the lodge. Ooh, yeah. What is that Talk about that real quick. What's that called again? Uh, L something. La Fever. Lamont. Lamont, yes. Lamont. Yeah, Lamont Lodge is a walk-up lodge in, in Great Smoky Mountains. And so you have to hike there or take a horse. I think you can – there's like mule rides or something. And llamas – like hoof up stuff supplies every twice a week yeah so you yeah. could go and watch the llama train right and so this is this is definitely on our list sometime like we said when we go back to when we do our second lap of the national parks we will be staying in lodges the entire time <laughs> every lodge even the awani which is 550 dollars a night right cole 
<laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We'll stay in the housekeeping camp at Yosemite. I like that. That'd be fun. Okay, anyway. Still got to stay grounded, you know. But not grounded. <laughs> but not on the ground. Not on the ground. Yeah, so there's definitely a lot to go back for. Great Smoky Mountains is is actually the one park that I um, have had been to before this trip in the last, like, 15 years. I think I had gone to Yellowstone as a kid and Badlands as a kid, but I didn't really remember them. And so Great Smoky Mountains was one that I had actually gone to as a teenager, the only national park before I visited all of them in a year. So that's kind of special. So what are we looking at now? It's Grand Teton. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and transition and talk about this next park, which... It was about six months later. Yeah. Uh, so more, maybe? Maybe a little more. Great Smokies was in November. Mm-hmm. We just missed the fall colors. Yep. Uh, so that was huge. We saw some But that also still. means we missed a ton of people uh, pouring over every trail. Yeah, it really wasn't that crowded. Camping was yeah. not, it was not hard to get camping. Um, we're still talking about Great Smoky Mountains, yes. I guess. We're Sorry. going backwards. <laughs> Backtracked. My bad. But we do need to talk about camping because that was the wettest we ever, because it rained so much. Remember we had to put our shade tent, we have this had this little like packable shade tent that we put, that we put up over picnic tables sometimes at, in campgrounds, and we had to put our shade tent over our tent just to prevent some of the rain from getting in. Because it wasn't like it was getting in, but it was, it just felt wet. Everything was moist. Yeah. All the time. And didn't we try to dry out our fly and then it just started raining immediately again and we had to put that back on? I don't I don't remember. That it sounds was a like mess. something that would yeah. happen to us. It was a mess. <laughs> um, but again, let's end on a, a nice lovely note of we will be returning because it's a great park. Shall we talk about Grand Teton? For sure. So we visited this park in May. Yes. Yes, May of uh, 2016, right after Yellowstone, of course. Um, And so here we had, it had snowed and rained in Yellowstone for five days. And then we got to Grand Teton and it snowed and rained for another four or five days. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So this was a lot of rain and snow for us. Yeah. In a row. So what do you do when there's all that crappy weather? Um, first of all, you try and find somewhere to take shelter, which yes. is what we're actually able to do coming from Yellowstone. Oh my goodness. We spent a night at a cabin. Best in, cabin think, ever. It yeah, was amazing. It, it was great. Like We had to get out of the rain, and at that point it was snowing. So it was in a town east of Grand Tetons on the northern side uh, called M something. Um, I'm going to look it up really quick just because it was, um, I want to find the name of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Moran. Moran. Yeah. It was around Moran. Yep. And it was a campground and it had, um, it had RV sites. It had some tent sites. It was a very small campground, but it also had two adorable camper cabins, which is what they call them when they're, when they don't have, um, water. They're, they just, they have electricity, they have heat and air conditioning, um, and then just like a plain old bed and bunk beds, but nothing else. Yeah, with some of those <laughs> foam mats, yeah. you know, basically. But to us, that was heaven. And 
whatever's better than heaven. It had (laughs) the best Wi-Fi. Really good Wi-Fi. Of our whole trip. Better than hotels. And this was really important to us when we are, because we're blogging and we're trying to get so, so much stuff done. And it was just really important that we had solid Wi-Fi wherever we went, especially if we were paying. Because it was it was cheap, but it was still $60 or so for this cabin. Which, compared to everything in the town of Jackson, Wyoming, is it was cheap. Oh, my um, gosh. And it would have slept four people. Yeah. Which is crazy. So that's $15 a person. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you ever visit these parks, it's a really good alternative. The showers were bomb. The <laughs> It was just a nice little park. They had coffee, I think, free coffee in the morning. The people were super nice. Um, it was great. It was really, they had a bar. They had a little bar in their, um, oh, yeah. the, the camp office. Yeah. And it had like a little gift shop where you checked in. It had some, some, uh, groceries and then it had a little bar <laughs> that was open at night so it was really cute really small town um but highly recommended it was perfect oasis from our snow 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 <laughs> <laughs> so it, then we did finally eventually get to the park uh i promise and it was it was really cool but it was also very hit and miss so the very first day after our glorious night in the cabin, uh, we got there and it was actually really, uh, I don't know about crystal clear, but it was definitely visible. Like you could see all the mountains. And there, um, so we got some good views in up uh, up front. Oh, and the very, the, the first morning. Yeah, exactly. After we camped in the park. I don't know. Yes, I okay. do. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. So our first day, well, we got there kind of in the afternoon, evening, and we went to the lodge to meet our friends from Garmin. Yeah, so let's talk about that real quick, because that was a big part of our visit to Great Grand Tetons. Um, Garmin. Grand Teton. Yeah, that's true. We okay. kept we always called that wrong too, <laughs> but it's one Grand Teton. The Tetons are the all the Teton, like all the mountain range. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank. Well, go on. Thank Sorry. you. Sorry. <laughs> no. I'm not sorry. <laughs> so we met um, these producers. Well, one producer and one videographer from Garmin who had reached out to us because we were sponsored by Garmin. And they um, wanted to do a video, a promotional video that kind of featured our story and how we use their automotive products, meaning their GPS. So it was really cool to be part of that. Um, because first of all, we just felt like movie stars, uh, and second of all, unshowered movie stars. <laughs> yeah, I would well, like to mention. <laughs> you know, I basically felt like um, I don't know who's a movie star these days. I don't know, Cole. You just watched the Oscars. So Matt, you should... Matt Damon, or <laughs> Casey Affleck, right? Please don't ever say that you feel like Casey Affleck. He's not a good person. Okay. Let's move on from celebrities and talk about our filming with Garmin. Yeah. Focus. Okay. So we, <laughs> we, um, the producers came and met with us and f- basically followed us around for a few days and talked to us. And we, we set up some fun uh, shoots and we had an interview in front of a lake and just talked all about our trip and how we use some of their gear. 
And so it was really, really cool project. And we'll definitely link, we'll, we'll include the video in this, the show notes of this post. Yeah, because that video is incredible. Like, they're professionals. So, um, and when you compare it to our videos, oh, yeah, it makes we are sense. not professionals. <laughs> oh, no, obviously. not at all. Not at all. This makes this look really cool. And we appreciate how they edited it to look, to make us look like even cooler than we were. Way for cooler sure. than we are. <laughs> yeah. So we did a little hiking with them and we, um, we, camped in one of the one of the nights we were in the park we camped in the the nearby national forest land and so we drove them out there and showed us showed them basically like here's how it works when we're gonna camp somewhere um had to like drive through the mud a little bit and had to carry all our stuff down the hill and set up camp and they they filmed all of that and I think they really enjoyed getting to see how we were living (laughs) but then they probably enjoyed getting back to their normal life too um, but they, they were awesome. Yeah, and it was so good to just share the park with other people. Definitely. Um, you know, because they were uh, hiking around with us too. They were, you know, telling, sharing their stories, their experiences in parks. Um, so we just loved that, having uh, more of a connection with a, f- a few other people. We loved it when anybody could meet us along the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and... By the way, that I feel like I'm scatterbrain all over the place this episode, but that um, place that we camped that was right outside the park in the National Forest type land uh, east of the park was gorgeous. It was. It was amazing. It was it's called Shoshone National Forest. Oh, good. Yeah, and we just drove a little bit into the forest and then of course, once you're in the National Forest, you can find a place to camp and some of the places are pretty obvious like we always would just find a little dirt road and then go down the dirt road a little bit and then there would usually be a little um, place where it looked like people had camped before and so this had a huge muddy pullout and then there was a really steep gravel down uh, uh, like driveway almost yeah not leading to anything but a big flat camping spot yeah and it had a little firing and everything it was very obviously a camping spot but it had a gorgeous view it was amazing yeah so if you are ever listening to this and can find that spot from <laughs> this description please send us a picture or something wow that would be a miracle yeah. because we would love to uh, know that somehow people found meaning and direction from our words. (laughs) I think we should do a whole podcast on camping sometime and just talk about like, I mean, we've done several blog posts on this, like lots of blog posts about camping and just look up, you know, on our site, search camping or just Google Switchback Kids camping. And you can, we've written at least four or five tips about our four or five blog posts about tips on how to find camping in the national parks what the different options for camping are, um, things like that. But our, our favorite campsites in the national parks. So we've talked a lot about this. So yeah, use our use our information and hopefully it, it um, is helpful to you guys. Yeah, and so that's that was one night. We also had another night in Jenny Lake. Two nights. Two nights in Jenny Lake. Yep. And um, both of those, so it, it was just really tricky throughout the day because we were especially when we were with the videographer trying to find clear skies at any point throughout the day Mm -hmm. and it was um so cloudy for 90 percent of the day 
In fact, the day before the videographer got there was crystal clear. It was the morning of. And oh, okay. that was the, that was our first actual full morning in the yeah. park. And we got up really early, which was the key. This was a, this is a, important for when it's uh, when it's all cloudy and moody in the in the mountain national parks. Get up early, and so we drove around. We had read in the National Geographic Secrets of the National Parks book that um, Schwabecker Schwab Schwabeckers Schwabecker Schwabecker I can't Schwabecker Schwabeckers Landing is um, a secret spot in the Grand Teton in Grand Teton National Park and it seriously was it was like one of the best secrets we read because we got there and there were a few other photographers but it had the like reflection on um in a lake of the was of it the really mountains. still stream so still yeah. because it was morning guys this is what if you want a reflection picture you got to get up early and so because it's also got the angle of the sun you know that helps yeah. out with the yep the reflection and so that's that's the background on my phone still it's just one of the most gorgeous pictures we took we took it with an iphone and we will show you how pretty it is and it does all the work for you because we used an iphone so yeah (laughs) didn't really do much work so check that picture out in the show notes yeah that was a good place to go in the morning we went to oxbow bend one morning which Uh is the popular super popular place for photographers to go we went to the mormon row uh barns which again is like that classic barn in front of a mountain (laughs) that picture that you see from the national parks is taken right there and we got clear views for that and then that was the blue that was about our window of blue skies (laughs) for the next four days (laughs) i really felt like that park more than any other we were just chasing the views so we didn't really do a ton of long hikes or anything partly because we were with our garmin friends but partly just because we were trying to stick around um can uh, the park and do all these close things and be ready for when the skies cleared up well i would say mostly the reason was because it it was everything was covered in lots of snow nothing was accessible uh, yeah that too like all the popular trails you know this the reason we didn't go is because it was all covered in snow. Well, and then we had that huge fight that one la- final day where I was really wanting to go on that last long hike, and somebody had a different opinion. Stop nudging me. And <laughs> guess who we listened to? Yeah, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> You're welcome for the good advice. One other random <laughs> tip, um, deftly changing topics, is that I would highly recommend going up Signal Mountain, and that's kind of, you know, this mountain that gives you a really good view of the rest of the mountains on the other side, the far side of the lake, you know, the huge mountain range. Um, so drive up Signal Mountain, and there's a big parking lot, and you can go out to an overlook, but then keep driving up the rest of the way because you'll get to uh, a spot that's much less visited, and it's it's at the very top called, uh, well, it's, it's just called Signal Mountain, and there's a picnic table up there, just one, and it would be a beautiful spot for either a breakfast or a dinner and watching the sunset. Um, not a lunch, though. Yeah, definitely not a lunch. 
You or, just said or like a snack. Super weird. Yeah, it would or just tea go, time. <laughs> just go up anytime, guys. Or elevensies. Yes. We uh, other highlights just to go over really quickly. We loved the visitor center. It was one of our favorite visitor centers of the whole of any national park. It yeah, was the one beautiful. In the, the one down south, not the northern one. Right, the main one, the main one that's closest to the town of Jackson. And it just had really cool exhibits. It was really new. It was really pretty from the outside. It has it had a huge wall of windows. And um, I appreciate a, a nice, pleasant visitor center. That was, that was good. And you know, another th- highlight we had was kayaking. Yep. Yeah, we got on the Snake River and just put our kayak in. Uh, floated for a few miles, and that was just a, a fun little option, you know, that most people didn't take, so we were all alone. Yeah, and it was nice that we had a shuttle car Yeah, with the Garmin guys. Yeah, they dropped us <laughs> off. It was yeah, handy. and then we could just float down. Um, but, yeah, that we uh, that would be a great – that's a great thing to do, too, is if you, if you have a kayak, uh, you have to get a permit for it. But it was awesome. And the town of Jackson was really nice. We walked around there a couple nights, and – um, got uh, to eat out with with our friends a, a couple of times, which was great. And then um, we also spent a little because it was raining in such weird weather. We got to spend a little time in the Jackson Lake Lodge. Oh yeah, and that had a really really pretty view and good Wi-Fi. So if you need a break from your travels or from your camping, that would be a great place to go sit and get a beer or just sit. <laughs> and steal Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that we ever did that, guys. Never, ever, ever. So to wrap it up, my, some of my favorite views, like just single snapshot views, vistas of the trip were from uh, the Tetons. You, It's hard to beat Mormon Row. It's super hard to beat Schwabacher's Landing. We didn't get a good view on Oxbow, but that would be gorgeous if it was clear. Um, and then even Signal Mountain. Um, you just can't go wrong with all these different photo ops. Yeah, and you ha- keep bear it in mind that we did not go on any hikes, basically. We went on a couple of hikes. We went to that one lake. What was that one lake called? The one that we they were filming us hike? Uh, I don't remember. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Um, regardless, we went on a couple of short hikes. But we definitely want to go back sometime in late summer when we can get up to some of the cool trails. Yeah, definitely. It would definitely be more crowded. Get get deep in the park. Yep. And I think that wraps it up for Grand Teton. Yeah, it was it was a huge cool moment, and it was kind of wrapped up in this this uh, filming with Garmin. But that kind of made it really fun and it made us reflect on our trip a lot and i think it it otherwise without without us having to talk about how amazing our experience has been <laughs> i think it i think our we would have been a little bit more down at that park just because of the weather and things like that so so having that built in was actually really motivating yeah and the main message here is weather's always going to be there you know it's cliche but it just matters basically how you respond. It doesn't matter what the weather is, just it's your attitude. Yeah. <laughs> and also just side note, remember that Instagram we we talked about Instagram uh, with it when we wrote about Grand Teton, we talked about the Instagram illusion 
and how um, travel Instagrams are m- mostly lies. <laughs> not not in a manipulative way, but like all the best pictures we had were taken over the span of like three hours within the park. And we were there for four or five days. And so just keep that in mind when you're starting to get down on yourself about your trip and maybe it's rained the whole time. Just know that... Some people take, that, you know, a thousand pictures over the course <laughs> of a week and a half and one of them gets on their Instagram and it looks like the most amazing thing yes. you've ever seen. Yep. Yep. So just enjoy what, what you're seeing. Even if you're, what you're seeing is cloudy and misty and foggy, find the beauty in it. And if you can do that, then then that's amazing. Okay, so thanks for checking us out today. We'll be back next week with our thoughts on battling travel fatigue. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to share us with a friend, give us a rating on iTunes, or find us on social media at Switchback Kids. And you can always get additional National Parks videos, posts, guides, and more on our blog at switchbackkids.com. Switchbacks out. out!